It's writing conference season. A lot of conferences are happening this fall. Are you attending any? Do you have any trepidation about attending a writing conference? Are writing conferences even worth it? We'll talk about this and so much more today on a Writer's Day podcast. Welcome everyone to my to this episode of a Writer's Day podcast. This is one of my most favorite stories because it's a perfect example of how God works in our lives to sometimes set us straight by humiliating us, definitely by humbling us. And with this story, I wanted to share a time when God really did humble me and set me straight. So welcome. My name is Ruth Douthit, and I'm an award-winning author of books for middle grade readers. I'm the current president of Christian Writers of the West, the Arizona chapter of ACFW. We are an eclectic bunch of writers. We meet in Scottsdale, Arizona, at the Denny's there at Osborne and Scottsdale Road. ACFW. If you are not a member of this amazing organization, you should be, especially if you're serious about writing. Visit the ACFW website and you'll see their various resources that they offer for writers. They have blog posts that are informative and you can register for their writing conference to be held in San Antonio this year in late September. Okay, let's get started with today's episode. Speaking of writing conferences, are they really worth it? A lot of writers will have various answers to that question. I wanted to share with you a story I once shared with my students who were middle grade students of writing. I shared this story with them because Well, you know how it is when you're in middle school. You believe the whole world revolves around you and nothing happens unless it happens to you. I kind of had that same attitude back in 2015 when I attended the ACFW conference in Dallas, Texas. My attitude toward writing conferences used to be, what will this conference do for me? Rather than, what can I do for this conference? So in 2015, I set off to attend this conference with a different attitude. You see, back in 2012, I attended and I had a miserable time because I went with the attitude of, what can ACFW do for me? I didn't really enjoy myself. I didn't meet a lot of people. And being an unsocial person, it was difficult for me to be in a room with so many people. I mean, we're talking 600 different types of authors. I came home feeling disillusioned. And I felt as though I wasted a large sum of money attending this conference. Well, that's when the Lord got a hold of me and said, maybe you should change your attitude. And so a few years later, when I registered for the 2015 conference, I did have a change of attitude. I decided to go with the attitude of what can I do 
for ACFW. How can I, how can I be of service? That was a very difficult year for me and my family. My sister was dying of cancer at the same time that the conference was being held. I almost didn't attend, but she insisted. She knew that I loved writing and that it was something that was important to me. And so I went. When I boarded the plane, I thought long and hard about what I wanted from this conference. When I went in 2012, I didn't really know a lot of people and I felt very scared and alone when I walked into that large conference room. So this year I thought, you know what, I'm going to sit at a table and if I see someone who looks lost, I'm going to invite her over to our table. Several of the other members of Christian Writers of the West were attending and I encouraged them to make this our plan. When the plane landed in Dallas, Tarmac, there had been a countrywide terrorist attack on the computer systems in the airports. So we were stuck on the tarmac. When I restarted my phone, I saw that my son had called me. When I called him, he said that the bank had informed that there was a security risk on my account. I contacted the bank and sure enough, they had canceled my credit card. Well, I needed this credit card to pay for the hotel. Luckily, I had another credit card that I could rely on. So, an hour later, after sitting on the tarmac, we were finally released through the gate. The trip was not starting off the way I had hoped it would start. Dallas, Texas was as hot and humid as I knew because I had been there many times. So, I went to the shuttle thinking, okay, change your attitude and make sure you're going to have a good time. It's up to you to have a good time. No problem. So I waved down the shuttle, got on board, told the driver where my hotel was, and off we went. But then I noticed that she drove past my hotel to another hotel and stopped. After several passengers had gotten off the shuttle, I asked her the name of the hotel and where and let her know where I needed to go. That's when she informed me that sure enough, I was at the wrong hotel. I asked her if she could take me to the correct hotel and she informed me no, that that would be impossible, but that I could walk there. Really? I asked. Sure enough, she pointed me in the direction and said, walk through the parking garage, across the bridge, and you'll be right there in the lobby of the hotel. Excellent, I said. So I grabbed my rather large suitcase, but it had wheels so I could pull it, and I headed in the direction that she had pointed me to, in the hot, humid Dallas, Texas air. Well, I went through the parking garage, and it went on and on and on, and I could not find this bridge that she had alluded to. I asked a couple of strangers and they pointed me in the direction and I kept walking and walking until I came upon some concrete stairs. That's when I noticed the sign that said the bridge I needed to get to was up the concrete stairs. I thought surely there has to be an elevator nearby, right? No, there wasn't. 
So I had to drag my rather large suitcase up three flights of stairs in the hot, humid Dallas, Texas air. My attitude kept getting worse and worse with each climb of those steps. My luggage was extremely heavy, but once I got to the top and I saw the bridge that sure enough connected to the lobby of the resort hotel I needed to go to, I felt better and I stopped and reassessed my attitude. After all that walking and pulling along my very heavy suitcase, my attitude was starting to go down and down and down. And then I remembered, you know what? I'm always telling my students to appreciate what they have, and I need to do that too. Here I was healthy enough to climb three flights of stairs, pulling a very large and heavy suitcase. I was grateful for that. And here I was in the great state of Texas. I was grateful for that too. And I was just steps away from a beautiful hotel lobby. And when I entered that lobby, I was smacked in the face with ice cold air conditioning. Another thing I was very grateful for. When I got to the front desk, I saw several other authors that I truly admired. We greeted one another and I felt great even though I was soaking wet from all the humidity. I checked into the hotel, explaining that I had a different credit card now since my other one was frozen, and I was met with compassion and a kind smile by the desk clerk. She handed me my hotel key. I went up to my room, opened the door, and saw a beautiful room. I quickly showered, changed, and headed downstairs to meet with all the other authors in the grand conference room. And when I saw my friends, I reminded them of our plan, let's all sit together, and if we see someone who looks out of place or no, doesn't know anyone, let's invite him or her over to our table and get to know them. My attitude was right back on track, and it made a world of difference. Sure enough, as the four of us sat together, Sipping our water, we saw person after person walk into the room with that horrified look on their face. We'd wave them over, sit down, and immediately start asking her questions. We met a writer from Australia and from small towns in the Midwest. We asked them about the genre that they write in, what they were currently working on. And by the end of the hour, we were very encouraged and we made new friends. This continued throughout the entire conference. But deep down inside, I was still feeling really guilty about having left my sick sister back home. The guilt overwhelmed me, and I went inside the prayer room that ACFW provides at every one of their conferences. I sat inside and noticed that I was all by myself, and so I started praying. Out of the corner of my eye, I saw someone approaching me. I wasn't by myself. This lovely lady had been in the room too, praying. She sat next to me, and when I finished praying, she asked me my name and what was going on, and I explained to her the guilt that I had for leaving my sister. Together we talked about various things that we both were going through in our lives. We found that we had much in common. 
and together we prayed. And as she prayed for me, and the tears fell down my cheeks, I felt so much better. I felt God's presence there. And who was that lovely lady that sat with me? The award-winning, best-selling author, and one of the original ACFW members, Brandilyn Collins. See how God works? He's amazing that way. The rest of the conference, I wish I could say, was a huge success and I signed with a literary agent and everything. But you know what? That didn't happen and that's okay. I had a wonderful time worshiping the Lord, learning the writing craft in the various workshops that I attended. I did pitch my book with a couple of literary agents and was very encouraged by what they told me. But the most important part was that I changed my attitude and had a better time than the time I had had before. I was anxious to get home and share everything with my students, that everything I had been telling them about thinking outside the box and serving others rather than just focusing on yourself, I was able to put into action. When I got home, I wrote down the lesson and I shared it with my students the very next day. So are writing conferences worth it? You know, that's entirely up to you. You're the one that puts the effort into it. Ask yourself before you sign up, what is it that you want to gain from the conference? Do you want to meet friends? Make friends with other writers? Network? Do you want to learn more about the publishing industry? Marketing your books? Or how to pitch to an agent? You can learn all of these at a conference. Maybe your financial situation doesn't allow you to fly to another state to attend a conference. There are local conferences in your area. It just requires a little bit of research. So for me, yes, the writing conference was worth it. Even though my credit card information had been stolen, the airport computers were hacked into by terrorists, I had to walk in the heat and humidity with my suitcase. Everything eventually came together and I had a wonderful time. I was able to spend a little time with my sister before she passed in October of 2015. I know that she wanted me to go because she was she understood how passionate I was about my writing and I'm glad I went because she was there with me in spirit. Make sure your attitude is always in check before attending any type of writing conference. Yes, it can mean that you are successful in pitching your idea and signing with a literary agent, but that doesn't always happen, and that's okay. Go with the attitude of, what can I do for this writing conference? Who can I serve? And when you go with that kind of an attitude, it will be successful no matter what happens. Thank you for joining me on today's episode about writing conferences. Are they worth it? Well, that's up to you. For me, yes, they are. So no matter what, keep writing, keep moving forward on your writing journey, and keep visiting my podcast. 
God bless.